Welcome to Asked and Answered, the podcast series that answers all your missions-related questions. And with me in the studio today are Ron and Karis Pierce. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Hi. Okay, so my question today is, in this world full of skeptics and growing skeptics at that, um, would you say with confidence that um, there is still a supernatural occurrences happening around the world in the spiritual hotspots? Yes. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. It's... Kara sounded more confident than you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's let's qualify this and put the boundaries around it, all right? Um, I would say that every country, every situation, every people group, every everyone is different. That means that some are overwhelmed with the supernatural. Some are mildly there. Some are growing in it. So there's all sorts of, what's it? There's there's everything, when you walk into a country, you have to shift gears and get into where that country is at. Mm -hmm. Because in some areas, the revivals, shall we say, that are the outpourings of the spirit that are going on have been there for a while. So they've sort of got used to it. And therefore, there are a large number of uh, pastors praying for the sick, or it's it's sort of a normal thing. And therefore, that goes on. Whereas some places, like uh, I'm just thinking about Albania and Kosovo, yes, they pray. It's uh, it's part of their life. It's part of the church. But this is would be sort of a relatively new hotspot. Mm-hmm. In the prisons of El Salvador, that's a brand new thing. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I'm sure those guys, uh, a couple of the reports that I've received when I've been in there, and I'll be in there in a couple of weeks again, and um, it is that they're believing God for the miraculous within the prisons. Hmm. And that will take on a different form, though, than anywhere else. Yeah. So um, it's all different, Joy. Well, because when I think about India, I remember you wrote a while ago, at least five years ago, maybe not that long ago, something on um, the power of God in Israel and I mean, India and how it looks different. Do you remember that? It was, you were talking about how India already has so much um, with all the different religions that they're used to seeing the dark. And then when God comes in with the light, a miracle to them um, is very impactful. It is. It is. Uh, Remember, that in most of the countries where the uh, the gospel is spreading the, the, the quickest and the and the broadest, it's in areas where they have witch doctor or the supernatural or there's some supernatural part within the past religion of the area mm-hmm. that impacts them. It is easier for a person to accept the Lord and to accept a miracle being valid in an area where it's commonplace to see the dark side. The, right. the demonic miracle. And therefore, that is very, very common. That's the personality to the country, kind of what you were alluding to, exactly. how every country is exactly. different. So I think of Vietnam. It's it's incredibly um, diverse with religion and, and animism and the kind of things that they would worship and yeah. might see. Yeah. And, and in Hinduism as well, Hinduism is a religion that is based around the gods. Right. And therefore, they put up altars, and they will pray to the gods. Um, same as in many parts of Africa, that sort of thing. Vietnam, as you just spoke about. Um, in, <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of background on this, okay? Um, 
And I was told this by a missionary who was um, very famous in the Vietnam War. And he was in, he was a good friend of mine. And he took me one time to meet one of the leaders there and who had come through the Vietnam War. And he'd been in for eight years in a prison camp uh, after the war. He was a lieutenant during the war, wounded, and afterwards, and, and has turned into one of the biggest, large, the greatest leaders in Vietnam today of the church. So this, this friend of mine, he told me this story. He says, I'm going to ask John, and let's see what he says. So here he came out, and they both agreed. He said, when, when the, before the war in Vietnam started, the missionaries were active, and there was a small number of miracles in the supernatural that, that transpired, but it was more a conservative situation. Then the war started, and everybody started to get scared, and they were praying for God to supply them. There was a shortage of food, and therefore, that increased right during the war. So pre-war, a little, a lot more during the war. Then Vietnam fell in 1975. Communism took over. The church was persecuted massively. They, they, they lost a lot. Um, we're talking probably half of the pastors were killed. Many of the villages that were Christian were wiped out. Were they kicked out of the country? Uh, people weren't kicked out. They ran out. Oh. <laughs> they got onto boats and tried to get out and came over to um, various places in the world, Canada and, and the United States primarily, um, going through the refugee camps in Hong Kong and other areas. So you you've you had the de- declaration of war by communist forces, Ho Chi Minh and the gang, on Christianity. What that meant was that they went through a dark time. And therefore, it was almost communism saying, there is no God and we're going to pound this into mm-hmm. you. And from 75, probably up to the mid-80s, somewhere around there, it was like darkness ra- uh, r- ruled. And then this brother, this leader, he says, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it seemed, people started to cry out to God, and they were they started to accept the Lord, and we got courage to pray. And when they started to pray, miracles started to happen. And the one example I'll never forget is that they were so hungry, and he says, all of a sudden, we would hear all these reports that they would be having a pot with maybe some vegetables in it. Then all of a sudden, meat miraculously started to appear in the pots. Wow. And all of a sudden, these sort of supernatural things were happening. You can't call that a healing. No. You can't call that a dream or a vision. That's a supernatural event. Right. And he says it wasn't in one spot. It was all over. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like th- it, that opened the door to where supernatural healings took place, and everything was cut loose. And he says, from that day onward, we we heard the message from God. It was the, sort of like this. Communists say that I don't exist. Well, I'm going to show you that I do. Hmm. And through the supernatural, it was revealed. And now the church in Vietnam is built upon their evangelism. Everything is built upon a supernatural manifestation of God's uh, presence and his ability, and his love. And therefore, you've got a whole new world breaking forth in Southeast Asia right now of God revealing through the supernatural the fact of his presence. That is so important. Uh, Ethiopia, let's go there for a second. <laughs> like no other place in the world, 
do they have as many dreams and visions as in Ethiopia? I've never even heard of this. All the textbooks don't even talk about this sort of stuff. Um, it is common for leaders of the other religions to have a dream or a vision that opens their minds to the gospel so that when the evangelist comes in the next day um, and preaches the gospel, the leader of that religion comes up and he says, yeah, I had a dream or a vision last night. God appeared to me and therefore I'm listening. I'm leaving now. And the whole village will come to the Lord after that. That's the good housekeeping seal of approval upon <laughs> the gospel through God going preemptively and revealing himself and giving directions to that leader how to lead his village. It's, a, it's incredible. But uh, that's not one-offs. We're now talking thousands and thousands and thousands of these appearances in Ethiopia. Um, many things happen like that in the other parts of the Middle East. Uh, I would say if there's a, an area of the world that probably doesn't see that much miraculous supernatural right now, it would be Israel. Mm. Surprisingly, we don't get many reports of that out there. Periodically, yes. But it's, it's not at that point yet. Now, when the war was on, the war, 67 war, 73 war, 48 <laughs> war, all, when, when a war is on, mm -hmm. you hear many more supernatural occurrences how people are saved or this is moved or this happens. Right. It's, it's different. Um, China, biggest church in the world by far. And uh, they pray all the time. God, God just heals quietly. They pray. They trust God. Nobody talks about it. It happens. I've, yeah. I've had that for so long. And therefore, they just take it as normal. We take it as supernaturally abnormal. They just take it in China as we don't have enough to eat, so we prayed, and somebody brought food to our door. And, okay. And a lot of countries also uh, where there's villages that they don't have access to medical hospitals or doctors, uh, praying and depending on the Lord for healing is uh, that that's what they have. That that's just normal because that's all they've got. Exactly. Well, I, I've told you stories, Joy, about this, and we put them on other broadcasts. Mm -hmm. I've been in the middle of the Amazon River when babies have been healed. A group of people holding up a baby in the air and praying believers that God would heal the baby, and I watched it in my eyes. Yeah. I've, I've watched in Vietnam as the same thing has happened um, in a different tribal village situation. I've, I've watched these things, not, not that many, but enough to know that the reports are true and honest and varied. That's the big thing you've mm -hmm. got to remember. God does not have one flavor mm -hmm. of supernatural miracle. There are flavors all over the place according to the needs of the people. Mm -hmm. And that's vital to try to put in our minds because we, we get captivated because we're so immature mm -hmm. over here with anything supernatural. Everything in the Western world is very natural. So now when a legitimate miracle takes place, we don't know how to handle it. Right. It goes nuts. Probably why we don't see too many. I think Because so. it gets superficial very quickly. Exactly. Right. And and uh, this confirms, supernatural events confirm people's faith, opens the door mm -hmm. to hearing the gospel. Yeah. Over here, it becomes something strange. Almost like a circus. It does. Yeah. It, it's got that circus atmosphere behind it. And maybe that's why we don't see mm -hmm. as many. Now, there'll be some people listening to this that go to a congregation that every week they have 
they believe they have uh, miracles every week. That's good. But just I'm talking generally speaking within the church, within North America. Mm-hmm. It's not common. Well, and again, the miracles that we're talking about that you are seeing, that our partners are seeing, um, are bringing multitudes to the Lord. Oh. So there is there is a clear purpose to this supernatural element. Exactly. And you know, um, everyone listening, I know that Ron Adam Power and Karis, we're, we're, they're very cautious with, with telling miracles because um, we do know that um, they exist and that they're real and they're vetted. The miracles that you hear, um, you know, you have come from such a trusted source. I mean, you tell a story and it's on our website about one in Myanmar, the Fireballs to flowers, oh, oh, yeah. and it's such a great. If you haven't listened to it, you have to go find it. And it is. You just mentioned how it's um, these these supernaturals. It's really um, to the point of what's happening, and and this miracle was so to the point of what was happening in that moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right? uh, and also, Joy, the Myanmar one where the Buddhist monk that had accepted 3, 000, the Lord, yeah, yeah, the squats, yeah, and that's that supernatural strength. Absolutely, he was up on this mountain of tables to fall off and break his neck, and they didn't want to kill him, yeah. so they wanted him to to fall down and yeah. die. And uh, he would, he wouldn't. God gave him the supernatural strength to do three thousand squats or something like yes. that. And uh, yeah. it was amazing. And that's a Samson miracle. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember Samson, yeah. Old Testament. The, the supernatural is all throughout the Bible. It's all throughout the New Testament. And what bothers me no end, as I just wrote about in my, my the last sit repent, report that we sent out, is that some people over here, Christian teachers, are denying the existence of a supernatural miracle today because they say it ended at the printing of the Bible, shall we say, mm-hmm. and when we got the Word of God and with the apostles. And, uh, folks, I'm just—I might as well go on record on voice because I've on record everywhere else. That's not true. That is obviously not true if you traveled where I travel to these spiritual hotspots around the world. It is as real as it was in Jesus' day and before. Like, the Old Testament is filled Mm -hmm. with miracles. It just happens all the time. The Elijahs, the Samsons that I referred to, um, the Moses. When was the last time you guys saw a burning bush? Um, <laughs> you know, um, it, it, that's a supernatural event. Yeah. When, what about um, the, the, uh, the tablets of stone with the Ten Commandments written on them, being carved by God? That's a little bit supernatural. Mm-hmm. And I can go back. And forwards, mm-hmm. it has never the stopped. The handwriting on the wall. Oh, handwriting. It's, it's all like over. They're coming to my now that I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking about it. And right. I don't want to chew up this because they, people can read their Bible. So mm-hmm. I, I, but it has always been there. Right. Part of God's method is to come down, break through the barrier, and explain, prove, confirm, open up minds, whatever it is. Primarily, though? It's to love people and take care of people mm-hmm. that can't take care of themselves for whatever reason. And that's why you see a Daniel and the boys in a fiery furnace and God's taking care of them because they couldn't take care of themselves. That's why you see in Vietnam a young pastor and his wife, I can still see them holding up their baby to the Lord for healing because they couldn't take care of themselves. Mm. So that's what a miracle is and it's all over. 
Well, I would say you have confidently expressed that miracles <laughs> oh. and supernatural <laughs> definitely do exist. And you know, on our website, again, we have so many stories that we've recorded um, that addresses this, uh, this topic of the supernatural. Before we end, mm-hmm. I'm going to turn this over to Karis, simply because I'm the one that always comes out with this. But Karis has been involved for a long time. Decades. <laughs> and she's heard reports and seen things all over the world as well, sitting in front of pastors, etc. I'm not the only one believing this care, am I? Oh, no, no. Um, it doesn't matter what country it is. Uh, and, and I think to address the, the circus part of what Joy mentioned, a lot of times when we're talking to pastors— it's not a prideful, yeah, and I performed this miracle. I did this. It has nothing to do with them. A lot of times we're having to pull the stories out of them right. because it, it's it's happening, and that's part of their normal life is this is happening, but they give all glory to the Lord. Exactly. I, you sparked something in my memory when you said that. Um, it, 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 there's no pride in the miracles. They pray. You have to draw them out of them, okay? Mm-hmm. And part of that is because, as Kara says, they don't want to appear to be prideful. But the other part of this is, adding on to it, is this. I remember this one time I was in somewhere, where was I? Oh, I think I was in India. And we were sitting with all these pastors, and they're talking about the miracles that were happening. (laughs) And and, uh, the one part, uh, we got to it, and I said, well, tell me about that miracle. And they started to talk about, well, it's just a normal miracle. You've got them over there too, don't you? <laughs> in North America, sort of like they take it for granted. Yeah. And they sort of like, well, it, why am I talking about this? It's just a normal miracle. We prayed and the person was healed. And it was sort of like all the pastors in that room that day in India. I, I It's coming back now. They were looking at each other, sort of stunned, like, why are they asking us about all these, to tell them about <laughs> miracles? Don't they have their own? Uh, in other words, it was it was commonplace right. within the gospel, within the body of Christ, within the church of Jesus Christ. It was common. And that's why I can say it with such certainty is the fact that no matter what country you go to, there'll be, there'll be a, a brand, a style, a flavor of mm-hmm. miracle. It'll be exciting to see what comes out of El Salvador with the oh, prisons, right? Oh, it will be. Yeah, this there's is, so much to look forward to. That's it, Joy. Okay, thanks again.